Welcome back to The Hive. Um, Not really a normal episode. My fearless leader is not here. It's just me, Hannah. Um, But what you're about to hear is um, me and my dear friend, Jan, kind of talking about what her podcast is going to be about. Um, I've been over to her house helping her today. Um, So I don't know what the next however long half hour is going to be like. Um, but it's going to be just an open, honest conversation about big feelings and big topics. And if you like what you hear, um, I will put a link to her podcast in the description and I hope you enjoy. Hello and welcome. My name is Hannah and I'm here with Jan, even though it's Jan's podcast, I'm starting it off. Um, so quick quick introduction jan and i met um as co-workers at our job and um i have had the pleasure of getting to know her and uh benefiting from some of her talents over time um there's been times i've had a splitting migraine and she can literally just talk to me and it's gone within five minutes there's been times I don't even know what's wrong with me until she feels it out. I I have had so much, uh, so many different experiences of her abilities, and I guess my question is, um, how does how does someone's trauma or pain make itself known to you without them telling you? Mm, that's a good question. So I am kind of a a vast experience of medical and metaphysical as well as life. And I discovered a long time ago that I sort of feel people. Um, I'm hypersensitive to emotions more than like seeing things or um, seeing the future, I guess. And so when someone presents to me, I feel sensations it might be tension it might be emptiness there's a block in certain areas and where the block or the energy is gives me information on what is happening for them so not only do i use my nursing background to say you know do you have a a pain in your lower right abdomen that feels like an appendicitis um, but i also might be able to talk about the fact that you are having a problem processing some emotional issues based on nurturing or sexuality or safety and creativity based on where the pain happens to be. Mm. Um, Actually, a good example might be sciatica that we were talking about. (laughs) That we were talking about five minutes ago. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And so, you know, sciatica, if you look at where your pain is, is literally a pain in the butt. And if you get a pain somewhere like that, you can literally ask who or what, what situation, what person, what event, am I finding a pain in the butt? What is the problem? What is the annoyance for me that my body is communicating to me? And that is one of the best jumping off places for healing. Mm. And, uh, you know, medicine is great, but medicine tends to be a symptom fixer, not a disease, dis-ease fixer. Mm-hmm. And so I've, um, I have spent my last probably 35 years 
trying to blend both medicine and metaphysical. And when you start talking about the emotional stuff, the mindset, the patterns, then you can also use the energy that your body is made up of, that physics has proven your body is made up of, and you can bring balance to that. And the combination of balancing the physical, working through the emotional and the mental brings balance all over, which means the pain is no longer necessary, Mm. which then offers us relief and healing. Right. Right. And like, so I I said, you know, my sciatica's been hurting today. I have it now and then. started on my 22nd birthday I was like oh I turned old (laughs) (laughs) poor baby but I know (laughs) um but it was hurting today and she instantly zeroed in on okay it's something with dad and I said well you know my dad also hurt this area of his back yesterday and she then with that info zeroed in on okay it's something you want from or of or for dad and yesterday we went to our 15th annual trip to Splashtown as a family. And my dad's 77 and he's had, he has a bionic knee and a triple bypass. And he went on the mammoth twice Sweet. and he went on the tornado. And I was like, oh my God, this is, I'm so happy for him. He's 77. And then he got off the tornado and said, oh, that hurt my back. I'm out. I'm done for the day. Three rides in. So he got dressed and he just sat around and watched us come down and had this sad, like, my body can't do what I want to do. And what's worse is my body can't do what my wife and daughter want it to do. And it was this, it was a fun day that was tinged with this mortality and sadness. And yeah, it's, and it's amazing because again, what you're saying to me really just illustrates how we are not bodies that are hanging out together. Our energy intermingles with every other energy, every other being that we encounter, Mm. and even those that we don't. And so your energy wanting to support your dad, wanting to help your dad, felt his pain, his emotional, his mental, his physical pain in, I'm not 30 years old anymore. Right. And I can't do what I think I want to do. And so when we like we kind of buy into that sad energy and it dampened everyone's fun, I think if he would have been able to in that moment sort of turn that into it's disappointing, but I am so grateful that I'm still like to be able to do three rides at 77 and to right. want to go to Splashtown and to be that energetic childlike wonder of a man right is astronomical Mm -hmm. and so if he could focus on what he does do rather than what his limitations are right he might have had more fun and I think you all might have been able to sort of move through that a little more Mm. joyously for lack of a better word it I mean it was it was a fun day me and my mom still went on things and but we were talking like in line I'm like what if we find a new summer family tradition that's like let's go to a camp let's go to let's do something yeah he can do that's our new tradition and you know we had fun and I think mom and I were more upset than he was in a way because this morning he was like you know I had a really great time yesterday and we're like what you seemed 
miserable. You seemed pissed all day. He's like, no, I was just really grateful to be with you guys and uh, to watch you come down slides. I was just grateful to be with you guys. And so mom and I were the ones that were sad. And he was just grateful to be there right. at 77. And there so may have been... I I carried it with my back. Exactly. My pain for him, even if he didn't have it necessarily. And, you know, you may have been seeing, because I'm sure there was the physical pain. Mm-hmm. Um, and you had asked earlier, is it just physical? And really... There isn't any just physical. If mm-hmm. if you get really, really deep into this, everything that we do is a reflection of our mental state and our emotional state that is projected into the physical state. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, we can do things, but there's usually an association. You know, a lot of people who get injured were, I wasn't paying attention. Mm-hmm. Or, I, you know, I did this this once and I was being reckless. And so it's that lack of awareness, that lack of presence that we were feeling. Um, And so your grandfather, excuse me, your father may have just been um, being present. And while it may have hurt periodically, there really was pure joy Mm -hmm. in spending time with people. Right. You know, I remember my mom, as she got older, she could do much less and... She just loved being in the room with family and friends. Right. She loved that energy. Yeah. And so what a great lesson that it doesn't matter what you do, it's who you do it with. It's how you're experiencing it. Right. Yeah. I mean, that was, I mean, this happened 24 hours ago, but what a clear example of yeah. our emotions then dictate what our body is going to feel. Yeah. Like, because maybe he, maybe he did pinch the muscle that always gets pinched, but also he since his triple bypass has been rather hypochondriatic. Like, if he went on the tornado, which is just pure terror. I mean, I've been a million times and I'm terrified of the ride. <laughs> <laughs> but he got off and he was probably thinking, oh, I'm too old. That was too old. That was stupid. Right. That was dumb. That was dangerous. I yeah. could have this. And, you, you know. Yeah, it. you know, and that brings up another sort of thing, another subject. Um our bodies do carry memory, you Mm -hmm. know, and when we have body memory, it's like riding a bike. You remember how to ride a bike. You may not do it as well. Trust me, you may not do it as well. (laughs) I hadn't been on a bike in 20 years and I got one on one and it was like, whoa. Um, But our bodies remember things. And so, you know, when you're sick, my understanding is that triple bypass is hugely traumatic to the body, but most many people have some form of depression that they have to contend with mm-hmm. i mean literally literally you are breaking someone's heart right to fix it right and so um we have to support and honor that for at least a year someone is going to have emotional responses and so mm-hmm. his were natural right and i mean this was 2020 he had right. it like yeah and there was no aftercare because there was a pandemic, so right. he just was frozen wow. in time, like time stopped the second he got home. Wow, that's so. crazy. So he's just got a world of things. And he's also breaking a lot of societal norms by, you know, extreme living, if you will, by going right. to Splashtown at 77. Right. <laughs> so yay, good right. for him. But it's still, it's hard to maintain the I can do anything mentality. Mm. And maybe some of what happened was, as he was thinking about, 
I'm too old. I shouldn't be doing this. What about my heart? And that may be where the pain in the back comes. Right. He probably adrenaline hit and he was scared. Right. And he thought I could have had a heart attack. I could have, you shouldn't know, be doing this. Right. Because right. I don't think he's really been faced yet with things that he can't do. Things have been harder. But I don't think this is the first he's facing things. I should not do this. Like, right. You know. And I think that he let his mind win. Yeah. Because he was doing fine. Yeah. And, and again, you do need to listen to your body. So please don't make that, you know, a blanket statement that we can right. do all things. But you, and because your body will communicate to you what is working for you and what is not working for you. Mm-hmm. And he listened to his body, but our mind definitely impacts our body. And then our body communicates back. Right. And so it's more of a transmitter than it is um, the message itself. Right. Or maker of the message. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or whatever that is. I wasn't allowed to phrase that. Yeah. Yeah. Fascinating. It is. (laughs) It is fascinating. My mind is blown. It's it's too bad we don't have visual effects because I've got some great ones. I know. (laughs) Nobody can see me. Um, Yeah. It's like, and I never, I never tire of this because while there are, again, there are patterns, everyone has that unique situation. Everyone has their own response to all things. Mm -hmm. And while I may have one response today, I'm going to have different experiences and make different choices that are going to impact the next situation that's similar. Right. And so it's always changing. And, you know, as my sort of podcast platform, love is the answer to all things. If you put love into every recipe in life, you will come out of the situation of the big picture in a much more peace-filled, balanced state, no matter what happens. And we can go on all day with examples. It doesn't mean we're going to fix things. I was a hospice nurse for years. It didn't mean that we cured everyone because that's not the optimal situation. That's not, that wasn't the optimal outcome. Right. But when you can face anything with love and when you can respond to anything with love, you are going to guaranteed come out with a better outcome for peace, Mm. inner peace. Right. You know, and I've had situations where I've run into people and had breakups, if you will, of relationships and situations. Um, But when I add love, I can honor where that person was coming from, even if I didn't agree. And even if they didn't understand where I was coming from and I could honor them, I could let them go and I could move forward without carrying the burden of the guilt, the shame, the blame, right. the, the hate that we tend to carry with us that create the stress, that create the heart attacks. Right. And the pains in the butt. Yeah. So so that's really what I'm going to be talking about. <laughs> Short story long. Short story long, yeah. Um, and I, I actually like the idea of you can either, you know, having people send questions or having people come on and actually processing things right. in real time with them, in my real time with them. Right. Um, Maybe so, like if you have a email address specifically for this, yeah. you can have people write in like a Dear Abby. Like, oh, that's a good idea. You know, that's an awesome idea. Yeah. Like, I just realized every time I visit my mother-in-law, my shoulder aches. You know, what yeah. does it mean? <laughs> what does it all mean? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> why, why am I like Why this? can't I punch him? Right. <laughs> <laughs> no. Right. Everything's 
have you ever read the book uh the myth of normal no i've heard of it you would probably really like it i have to borrow it back from my mother-in-law but um okay it's it's basically all about how mainstream doctors don't tend to they don't believe the mind body connection they miss it the mind body is one one word mind body it's correct you know and they don't it's by it's by a doctor saying you know i've had people come to me that have seen 20 people and i'm the first person to ask about like their stress level and their home life and their relationship yeah and then they get diagnosed and can work through it because it's just everyone's here's a pill here's let's scan you and prod you and poke you and then give you a pill right and call me in six months in a, in a world of specialization where it takes months and months to see someone who focuses only on the heart, the lungs, the whatever, Mm. they really miss that big picture of, so, you know, how's your diet? How's your love life? Right. How's your work life? Yeah. Yeah. What, what beliefs do you carry? And, and what else are you holding on to? Right. And it's amazing. I did diabetes education for about 10 years and, you know, behind my closed doors, I would often let people know that diabetes, according to Louise Hay, who was a pioneer in the emotional connection to our bodies and our minds, was would say that diabetes is losing the sweetness in life. Mm. And a lot of people who end up being diagnosed with diabetes have a traumatic event or a chronic traumatic life chronic lack of sweetness yes in there and, you know life sucks right and then your body shows you right <laughs> and that's so funny you say that because my listeners will get what i mean when i say my grandma had diabetes my my entire life yes and there was no sweetness to that woman right there was <laughs> yeah yeah that if i look at everyone i know that struggles with that there's something took their sweetness at some point yeah. or they never had it or right yeah and there are whole conversations that we can have because I could hear some of you like going, well, what about genetic illnesses? What about born, you right. know, illnesses you're born with? And that is a subject for several other podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely believe there are purposes to those that are beyond, again, just being a pain in the butt. Right. Um, we are here to learn many things and we are here to learn love in all of its forms. And so sometimes life shows us pictures that aren't pretty right but a greater purpose it's a greater purpose and love remains so um yeah there's all kinds of things that we can talk about and i think that you and i could actually do a lot of podcasts because we do have a lot of those similarities when you're ready for those deep conversations yeah uh that (laughs) that could carry us you know leagues into Oh, yeah. Growth of the soul. Yeah. And and to create more loving communication and more understanding for people who are not the same as us as well. Or right. people who don't understand us. Because or take, take our example and apply it to your own. Exactly. Or, you know, so you yeah. don't have to be the one opening up. I'll do it. I'll open up. I'll open up. <laughs> <laughs> you just apply it to your own problem. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm very much in the space and era of my life where I'm like, I'm 25. Let's fix all these loose ends that I've been ignoring because I just wanted to be young and in my teens and early 20s. And now I'm like, wait, those didn't go away. (laughs) What What the heck? heck? Yeah. (laughs) Why are they still here? (laughs) And And why do they keep coming back? I thought I put that one to rest. Why do I? I I have a podcast episode from like three years ago where I'm saying 
talking about stuff with my grandma, I was like, well, you know, I've mostly moved past that by now. And at the time, I really believed that. And if you asked me now, I'd be like, oh my God, I'm in the trenches still. I've made no progress. And it's just this ebb and flow of where I am in life of like, if nothing triggers me, I'm going to think I'm cured until something triggers me. And then I'm like, I'm 0% of the way done. (laughs) In the moment. Yeah. Well, and that's when we go to... so you're going to just keep bringing me into things. That's when you have to go to the big picture because, you know, if you go up a mountain and you go around the mountain to go up the mountain, you're going to be at the same place over and over and over and over and Mm -hmm. over and over again. But if you look incrementally, you are rising higher and higher and higher. And so it's going to feel like you're at the same space, but you're not. Right. You know, we're never the same person we were one breath ago, one thought ago. Mm. And we can choose to keep stepping into the same hole. We can choose to keep walking the same path, but most of us are doing our level best to improve and move beyond. But what we expect, what we picture in our mind is we jump from, you know, base camp to 20,000 feet right. with, with not touching the middle right. at all. I'm cured. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's, <laughs> it's not what happens. Right. I've been doing this work for a lot longer than you've been alive. Right. <laughs> 35 years and I'm still coming up with oh my gosh that's what that was about or oh my goodness I never thought of it that way and even if I've had the same revelation it's a whole different level right and so like the colors get brighter and the the light gets lighter and the joy gets bigger as you move forward in life and the healing gets more profound right you know and I used to say that my one to ten tolerance level like was the state of Maine if you will mm-hmm. my tolerance level my one to ten scale is you know I can reach in my arms I'm ready to be done I'm at 10 I'm toast mm-hmm. so much sooner than I ever 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 was when I was your age right because I would know I just got to grin and bear it right and, and that's that's my mantra (laughs) i'm I'm a white knuckle gal (laughs) so many people do that and then we think that we're not moving forward and it's not until you actually heal something and and it happens again and all of a sudden you go wait a minute i did not do my a b c x y z i just did something completely different wow i handled this way better than last time exactly but i don't see the progress until i see the progress like yeah. Something that would take me down a year ago probably would just, you know, push me off my feet a little now. Yes. And, you know, and the other piece of this is I've had so many of my clients say, you know, when do I get it? I just want to get it. I just want to be done with this. Mm-hmm. And the truth of the matter is we are eternal beings. Mm-hmm. And Abraham Hicks used to say, you never get it done and you can't be wrong. But you can't be done if we're eternal. Like right. you don't, if we were done, what would the point of eternity be? Right. And so we will always be growing. We will always be looking for whatever the next brass ring in the sky is. We will always be looking to tweak and make it a little better. But it's so awesome when we can take something that feels like the endless struggle, mm-hmm. the bottom of the pit, and move beyond it. You know, yeah. I was talking with a, a client this week and... He was saying something about, well, I'm, 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 I'm in deep again. And I said, you know, that's the biggest problem. We get to the bottom of the well. And instead of starting to crawl out, we start digging deeper. Mm-hmm. We're already at the bottom. We just need to stand up. Right. And take a different direction. Right. And so I'm hoping for 
anyone who finds this, that that's what this podcast, that my podcast will offer is a toolbox to use to find some of the healing, to find different ways to remind you of ways that you already know, Mm. um, or to put a little different spin on something that's just keeping you stuck in the moment and to help people find that peace. Yeah. Or to validate that you're doing all the right stuff already. Right. Sometimes just outside validation is the last piece of the puzzle and then you're like (sighs) right okay I got this yeah yeah I'm not crazy I'm not making this up I'm not over dramatic I'm right right I'm exactly as I should be right right now and yeah that's why that's why I come to you or all the time when I'm like I'm gonna kick this person on the shin and you're like whoa (laughs) we're not gonna kick anyone right you're like that was annoying but and I'm like no you're right yeah, you're right. I'm it's, just moving on and just move on. We don't yeah. have to carry everybody else's crap with us. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Get a smaller backpack, people. Get a smaller <laughs> backpack. Don't carry anybody else's stuff. A little handbag, a little clutch, a little clutch. <laughs> we had them on sale. Right. <laughs> Shameless plug for okay. Ellsworth Jewelers. Ellsworth Jewelers <laughs> for a clutch. <laughs> Uh, Speaking, well, okay, as long as I'm doing a a shameless plug. So, uh, nurse by history Mm -hmm. um, and started working at Ellsworth Jewelers, uh, I don't know, a little over a year ago because I was asked to help at an event and it sounded like fun. And I will tell you, it was so much fun that I stayed. And what I have realized is the tools, the format doesn't matter how you you share your love. Mm. And jewelry is this really awesome toolbox to experiences right and kim at ellsworth jewelers and all of her staff really understand the need for the experience it's not about whatever the bauble is it's about the Mm. experience and the love and the caring and so shout out to kim at ellsworth jewelers and anybody who has jewelry needs in the down east main area (laughs) it's not about the jewelry you shop online it's no it's about the experience if you come in grieving or pregnant or engaged or all of the above. <laughs> all, all of the above. And we will jump up and down or cry with you. And yes. that's, yeah. And we will find the right symbol for whatever the exactly. expression you're looking for. Yeah. Yeah. Very uh, shameless plug. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All righty. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. And hopefully I'll be doing this again soon. Yes, we will be back one way or another. So. <laughs> that is a warning. That is a that threat. Is a threat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye bye.